How much do smokers really know about cigarettes and tobacco? A little more knowledge could help you quit, as InfoTrack's Karen McCall reports. Karen? Thanks, Chris. True or false, nicotine is the main carcinogen in cigarettes. Virginia Reichert is a nurse practitioner and conducted a survey about smokers' beliefs about smoking, and the results are surprising. What is the answer to that question? Nicotine does not cause cancer. Of the 4,000 chemicals found in every cigarette, 200 of those chemicals are poisonous, 43 are carcinogens, 9 of those are class A carcinogens like asbestos. Nicotine is the drug people crave and the reason they smoke, but it is not a carcinogen. Nicotine is a stimulant, a very addictive chemical, and that is the reason people smoke, to get that drug nicotine. And your survey found that most people actually think the answer to that question is true, that nicotine that's, yes, is Yes, that's one of the things we ask smokers on their first day when they fill out the questionnaires that we ask them, does nicotine cause cancer? And I was shocked that three-quarters of the population who is looking for help to quit smoking thinks that it does, and that's a mistake. How does that perception affect efforts to quit smoking? Well, nicotine replacement products can double or triple your chance of being successful with quitting smoking. But if a person thinks nicotine causes cancer, they're not going to use those products. This chemical, nicotine, has been manufactured by the most impressive scientific minds of our generation who are hired by the tobacco companies, and it is their job to keep cigarettes being as addictive as possible to keep their customers. So trying to do this on your own is very difficult. You can get lots of help to quit heroin and cocaine or if you're an alcoholic, but there's very little comprehensive care available to help with the number one cause of preventable premature death in this country, and that's cigarette smoking. So people that are, say, switching to a light cigarette to kind of ease them off aren't really doing themselves any favors either. In fact, the irony is it's just the opposite. If you're addicted to nicotine and your addiction has progressed to however long it is progressed to, you need to get that much nicotine. So if you switch over to a light cigarette, you're going to need to alter the way you smoke to still get that amount of nicotine or you're going to be uncomfortable. So that means smoking more cigarettes, sucking harder on the filter to get whatever you can. And the irony is you end up breathing in deeper getting more and of the inhaling more of those carcinogens <laughs> and chemicals and exposing more of your lung tissue to these chemicals. So you smoke more, you smoke harder, and it's a vicious circle. So light cigarettes has not really changed the amount of lung cancers that have been found. In fact, all that it has done has changed the site of where the cancers are found. They used to be found years ago when cigarettes were heavier. They used to be found in the upper lobes of the lung, and now more and more lung cancers are being found in the lower lobes. Where it's probably more difficult to treat. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I've known people who tried to quit using the patch, and every single one of them ended in failure. They'd end up pasting patches up and down their arms Mm -hmm. to get more of a buzz, and ended up just going back to smoking because it was the more effective way of getting their habit taken care of. Of course. When you smoke, it is the most effective way to deliver a drug, any drug. Even if you're a cocaine addict, you know if you smoke it, it's more powerful. When you inhale any chemicals through the lungs, it goes right up to the brain. So when you smoke a cigarette, you get a huge burst of nicotine, and it reaches the brain within seven seconds. When you put a patch on your arm or you use a nicotine lozenge or the gum, those ways of delivering a drug are not half as efficient. And so you never get that bang that you're looking for. You also found in your study that cold turkey does not work as a quitting method, but and this is not scientific at all. That's the way I quit, and I stayed quit. There are 50 million smokers in this country now, 
and 25 million every year make a quit attempt, a serious quit attempt. Less than 7% are successful doing it on their own, but 7% of 50 million people is an awful lot of people. You know, it's great that you were able to quit. Just know you can never go back and have even one cigarette. You'll be back smoking in a heartbeat. And that's what happens to people. They can be abstinent for a significant amount of time, and then they say, oh, let me just have one puff. And before you know it, those nicotine receptors in your brain wake right up, and you're back right at it. So abstinence, once it's achieved, is very difficult to hold on to for so many people. This is the chemical that lights these people up, and it's really, really hard to walk away without proper care. But with proper care, it's absolutely possible. Virginia Reichert, thank you so much for being with us today on InfoTrack. Anytime. Ms. Reichert is with the North Shore Long Island Jewish Health System and conducted a pretty surprising survey about smokers and their perceptions and misperceptions about smoking. I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. We're proud to bring you InfoTrack every week at this same time, and we hope you enjoy the show. The people behind InfoTrack include executive producer Randy Meyer, reporters Taryn McCall and Roy Mackey, engineer Robert Sark, and our announcer Charlie Van Dyke. Internet services by Pear.com. I'm Chris Whitting. We'll see you next week right here for another edition of InfoTrack.